0: Hey, what's going on guys? I am in Willard at Wired Coffee Bar. I just wanted to uh, make some comments about confidence today. Um, I had posted on my Facebook about some topics that you would like to discuss and I'm still looking for those topics. So I'm I'm putting out content every day, uh, usually around 2 o'clock. That's when I'm uh, fully awake. And uh that's when hey, what's up guys? That's when um that's when people are available that that I can talk to on my podcast. So usually around two o'clock every day I'm gonna try and put something out, even if it's just for a couple minutes. But today I wanted to talk about confidence just because someone had commented, I think it was Brian who commented on on the post, you know, going up and meeting new people like uh like an entrepreneur that you um really aspire to be like or even a celebrity status or you know the hot girl or whatever how do we get the confidence to go up there and and talk to somebody so here here is a little bit of or a couple of my thoughts on confidence uh like where does it come from honestly the number one thing that i think is confidence comes from humor and we have to identify the difference between humor and comedy right a lot of people think that you know humor automatically means that it's like a a comedic situation but i honestly think that humor is like a way of viewing things and under it's almost like amusement right so the one of the tactics that i use whenever i'm feeling nervous or um i want to have confidence i can break my pattern of fear and like re um reinvigorate myself just with humor and like smiling and understanding like no matter like I don't know the outcome okay so I think that's what confidence is is not knowing the outcome and doing something anyway just like courage is um, feeling fear and taking action in the face of fear that is what courage is so uh, there can't be courage without fear and I think there you know, if, if, if you're feeling less confident, it's probably because you don't know the outcome of something. So like if you're studying, uh, for a test and you're getting ready to take the test, you feel confident that you know the answers and you know the material because you've done it before, you know, the outcome, right? Same thing with like tying your shoe or whatever, like, you know, the outcome, you know what the end result is. So if, uh, I think oftentimes we're looking for confidence from the outside for other people's approval of us. And that doesn't work. So I work at a bar on the weekends. Let me give you a little example. I work at the bar on the weekends, you know, sling of drinks. So I can tie my own bow tie. I'm pretty confident in that because I know the outcome, but I wouldn't be confident if somebody said here, tie this bow tie for the very first time. And I didn't know how to do it. I would not be confident in that because I don't know the outcome that I'm trying to achieve. Um, so I know all the drinks that I'm supposed to make. I know everything on the menu. I'm, I'm, pretty confident that I'll be able to, um, concoct anything that somebody asks for me because I have a general knowledge of like what a drink is supposed to look like. If it comes out looking like uh, gray and <laughs> there's like gross stuff floating on top of it, then I'm like, okay, well now I'm not as confident because the result reflected back to me is not what I expected. But anyway, so at the bar, it can get pretty busy sometimes. Um, you know, people rush in, especially after an event or something. And if there, you know, there are people stacked behind the bar, like waiting for their drinks. And, and the place that I work at is a uh, is like a traditional bourbon bar, like a 1920s themed, prohibition themed. Um, thus, the suspenders and bow tie. And these drinks, they they are kind of in- intricate, and they take a couple steps to make, and they're not very quick most of the time. So if I'm looking for approval of my guests and of of the customers that are coming to the bar, if I'm looking for their approval to give me confidence, I'm gonna have a hard time getting through the whole night because the way that these people sometimes look at you, even though there's you know only three people serving you know fifty or sixty at a time, um, the the looks that I get and the feeling that I get from other people basically tell me that. I shouldn't be confident in what I'm doing. But I already know the result of these drinks. I've already been in this situation before, so I'm confident from the inside that I can deliver in the face of whatever circumstance I'm in. And this is where humor comes in, right? I could see the situation and I could get really stressed out right away. It's, it's super easy when people are pressing and there's a, a, um, there's a time restraint on what you're, what you're trying to do it's really easy to get stressed out and to see things as like dismal and um, difficult. But for me, it w- it's easy for me to have confidence when I just break my pattern of like struggle and fear and like stress with humor. And again, not comedy, like cracking a joke, no, but like seeing the situation at face value and saying like, okay, all these people are here to have a good time. I'm providing this good time. I'm providing a service. Like I'm going to make money. These people are going to be happy. Um, and it's just really funny that something in this situation where everybody's like supposed to be in a good mood and, and bringing joy to each other that I would be stressed out and like mad about something or like get frustrated with my coworkers or like, you know, start to swear and like, cuss and like, Oh, I hate these people. Like everyone's so mean. Like that's just, <laughs> it's humorous to me. And and the concept is everything's humorous or nothing is humorous, right? It's just a, a way of looking at life, uh, of this lightheartedness of it's like, okay, no matter what the outcome is, I can go about it with an approach of, of confidence because I'm not, I'm no longer gaining approval from the outside. It's just like seeing from the inside of, I know that everything's going to be okay, even though I don't know the outcome. So that's kind of like the the interaction between, you know, humor and confidence that, that really helps me out, um, in, in any situation. So let's see, what are some, do you guys have any, uh, other situations real quick? Let's see, where's everybody? Any other situations that you uh, you may feel less confident about, let's say you're approaching someone at a networking event or a bar or something, um, and and you think that, especially when you're playing up, okay, let's go back to the humor thing, right? Again, if you're looking for other people to tell you what you're good at so you can be confident, it's going to be a lot harder for you to do that because everybody's in their own little world, like it's it's. It's funny to me that people think other people are concerned about them. like that is such that's such like a selfish uh, outlook, you know' As like nobody and, and it's hard for people to think that. again, like nobody cares about you like in 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 a weird way, like of course, your loved ones care about you and you care about people and the the general well-being of the world maybe. but like nobody is so infatuated with you and the way that you're presenting themselves that they are going to like, you know, step out of their way to let you know that in a negative manner. Does that make sense? So the, you know, just to look at things and and see things in a humorous light and without knowing what the outcome is going to be is going to be so helpful in in approaching people that you don't know. Especially when you're, again, playing up. Like you see somebody, you see this girl at the bar and you know she's out of your league. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, in order for me to be confident, she has to approve of me. That's like kind of productive because like now you're going up there waiting for approval in order for you to take the lead of the conversation or the interaction or whatever, as opposed to like, I don't know what this outcome is, but I'm going to find confidence in not knowing what the outcome is. And I'm going to see this situation in a humorous light so that no matter what the outcome is, I'm still going to win because my perspective on the world is not uh, is not negative. So I don't care what you think. Like the confidence that I'm going to have is going to come from like not knowing what the outcome is and like being okay with that. So if there's, if there's anything that or any uh, situation that would be my number one thing is to like get comfortable with being confident and not knowing what the outcome is right um let's see someone had mentioned um how to build confidence in other people so i think just like just like any emotions confidence is contagious and so is negativity so is happiness and joy and sadness. I mean, all, all these emotions are like viruses. They're contagious. So, if you're trying to build confidence in other people, then you have to have this confidence in yourself. Again, we can find that confidence in ourselves by bringing humor to the situation and understanding that for most things that we do in life, we're not going to know the outcome. So, imagine like how most people are going through their lives um, either trying to shy away from things that they don't know about, how confident are those people? If they're always going into a situation that they, if they know exactly what's going to happen, what happens when they like step outside of their comfort zone and they don't know what's going to happen? Like their, their mentality all of a sudden freaks out because they're so used to like relying on external um, circumstances to give them the confidence as opposed to like, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone often And I'm not going to know the the outcome and that's what's going to give me confidence is because I don't know the outcome but I put myself in situations, new situations all the time um, so that I'm like developing my worldview so I don't have to rely on external circumstance to, to give me the confidence. So if you're trying to boost confidence in someone else, I would say that you need to have a smile on your face (laughs) to let them know that everything's okay, right? If you're approaching someone else and they don't know you, they don't know the outcome that you're gonna bring for them. And again, right, everybody is so selfish. So if you're nervous to go up and talk to somebody new, imagine how they must feel when someone comes up and approaches them. They're like, "Uh, I don't know why this person is coming up to me. Whereas you, the approacher, you know like, You know, like what the expectation of the outcome is going to be, but the reality might not match that expectation. So you already know what you're trying to get out of the circumstance. So you already have the confidence, I would hope in, in the, in the interaction, as opposed to like the other person who you're approaching doesn't know why you're approaching them. Unless, you know, you're making it obvious and you you got the bedroom eyes on from across the room <laughs> and you're trying to talk to these people, um, then they probably know why you're coming up there. But that can still be seen as like a humorous situation. Like, you know, you're approaching someone and they definitely know that you're coming up to flirt with them. Just like, get it out in the open. I mean, <laughs> who cares? Like that would, I think that would give the other person a sense of certainty as opposed to... <clears throat> not knowing what the outcome is, now they kind of have an idea of what the outcome might be. The outcome, not as in like a physical outcome or whatever, but like the intention of you coming up to them is like the intention of flirting. Like the outcome is for you to have a conversation that's like lighthearted and for you to click. So if you want to invoke that type of feeling in someone else, display it first, be uh, be vulnerable, think about it like when somebody when somebody tickles you that like you automatically become vulnerable because you're like oh my gosh that's a weak spot and it's the same thing in in developing your sense of humor and your are um, just seeing the world in a humorous light again not a comedic light but in humor in amusement if you can find uh, if you can find a way to laugh at situations and see these situations in a lighthearted context, then that makes you seem more vulnerable in a good way. Because if we think of like what's funny to me might be really offensive to someone else, that's like, that's like an insight into your personality uh, and like how you view the world. Like if I laugh at an offensive joke, and the people who don't laugh and are like judging me, that doesn't affect me <laughs> because even though that's like an insight into how I might view the world, people are like, oh, that's messed up. Like, how could you laugh at that? they like, well, if I don't laugh at this, then like, you know, if somebody makes fun of me, I'm automatically going to be triggered because I can't like, I can't just flip on and off like, okay, I'm going to see this situation as funny to the you know, is funny Maybe we're laughing at this group of people and the stereotypes here. But over here, the people that I relate to more, like, I don't think that's funny because that involves me. I'm being – again, I'm being selfish, right? So the people who, like, are not able to see things in a comedic sense from what I've experienced are the people who are, like, more inside of their heads, the people who are more judgmental, the people who are um more – What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not even not self-aware, but like self-conscious. They're like they you have to walk on eggshells around the people who don't find things funny, <laughs> right? And and they only think like a, a certain amount of things are funny or humorous or amusing. So like, imagine if you're one of those people, if you only find like a select few things to be humorous, and like you don't really laugh at other people's jokes, or you. Find situations to be stressful all the time. Like, how confident? Let me ask you the question: How confident are you in going into a new situation? Because I would wager that you're. Oh, by the way, I'm listening to some pretty cool music right now. <laughs> uh, I would wager that if you're not, um, if you're not laughing at situations and you're not seeing the world in a humorous light, then if you go in to try something new, you're going to be stressed out immediately because the just the fact that you don't like know the outcome makes you much less confident and must, much less willing to to go after that. I just think that's totally ridiculous. Um, so those are those are some pointers. I mean, confidence is it's objective and I you know, everybody oh, another thing that I want to touch on is at, all humans feel the same emotions. They might not feel into the same level, but all, all humans kind of have the same, I don't know, 20, 27 different emotions or something like that. Um, I was looking up some some studies last night. There are like 27 uh, emotions that that humans feel that you can relate to. And hunger is not one of them. Bummer, because I'm really hungry right now. That's not really an emotion. Um, so humans... humans Everybody feels the same emotions and, and maybe it's not to the same extent. Like this is something that I was chatting with my sister about the other day. And it, and it really makes me think like when I say I love you to someone, my, f- my family, my mom or my sisters or whatever, or a, a close friend of mine, when I say I love you, I am saying that to the full ex- extent of my experience and of my own knowledge, right? So... Somebody can say, "Okay, but you said you love me," and then the next day you like are just blowing me off, or like you know you're 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 not showing me the love that you were showing me the day before. That may be true, and maybe my like interpretation of love is only this deep because that's what I'm to understand about what that is. Um, and I can maybe like my interpretation of love just like fluctuates um, because it's not that deep. However, if we go to the other side of the world, places who are in constant, you know, political turmoil or war all the time. And you have, you know, families who are fighting for their lives every day alongside each other. um, And they're like protecting their legacy from people who have wronged them in the past or are looking to, you know, basically decimate their entire um, family tree. Imagine someone like, imagine if I'm in that situation and I'm looking my, my younger brother or whatever in the eye and we both have AK 47s and there are people trying to eliminate us. If I say, brother, I love you. Like you don't think that's going to have a, a different sort of impact than me over here at wired coffee bar, like getting a, an ice latte and saying, I love this latte. Like that is a completely different realm of emotion and just that understanding that everybody feels the same emotions but not to the same level, you can be a bringer of positive emotions, happiness, humor, confidence, everything else that are like we just discussed are contagious to other people. So if you're bringing those, um, if you're bringing those feelings into a conversation or into an environment, the other you can be sure that the other people knows what those things are. They might just not be feeling them at a high enough level, their levels of emotions may be higher in sadness or anxiety in the social situation. And you know what that feels like as well. But if your, if your level of social anxiety is lower than theirs, um, just make sure that there's something offsetting that it, unless you love feeling, you know, anxious and nervous and, and, and fearful of talking to people. That's, that's cool with me, man. Don't, don't jump on my webinars. Don't listen to my podcasts. Don't uh, don't take my courses online. Don't come to my workshops. Don't come to my boot camps. I do not want the people who are okay with uh, uh, with being scared to talk to people because that's like – that's the, the ability to experience the human connection to its fullest extent is like I, – I think that's the quest of what I'm going for at least in my life is like, okay, I want to experience all these things even if it's just for a short period of time, like, I don't, I don't like to experience anger and I don't like to experience sadness or, um, despair or anything like that. Like, I don't like to experience those, but I think it's important to understand like the, the total realm of like how those could possibly feel. Um, so you can, so you can have the ability to connect with other humans. You know, I think the more vulnerable and the more you can relate to other people's emotions is, uh, is gonna be super important when you're conveying like any sort of conversation. If you're building confidence in someone else, if they see that you're happy and confident, um, you can you can be sure that you can be vulnerable with them through humor and that automatically relates to like, okay, this person is being vulnerable right now, maybe I can be a little bit vulnerable too and if, if you break the pattern of someone, they're automatically open to new experiences, right? So if I'm uh, if I'm like really scared, or I'm getting stressed out at the bar, or you know something is happening that's a little bit overwhelming, I can break the pattern and just like catch myself. Like my thoughts are right here, but I can like separate myself from my thoughts and say, "Hey, what are you doing over there? Like, what is going on? This is not you. Like this is this is me. Like this is the real me, and these are just the the things that are happening from my external circumstance inflicting their uh, views upon like the real me. So the ability to separate yourself from your thoughts and, and the real you, the, the one that, that usually listens, um, and just to kind of take control back over that and catch yourself in the thought process and, and be like, man, this is, this is so funny. Like I'm not even controlling my thoughts. Like if you just sit there and, and I say, don't think about anything. I'm listening to my music right now and I'm like automatically trying to think of the next thing to say. Like I can't control those thoughts and neither can you because they're from external circumstances for the most part. Right. Um, Even if you're sitting in a completely silent uh, black room, you have thoughts that you can't control. Right. Um, And, we have to understand that there's there's something producing those thoughts and there's something that's interpreting those thoughts. And if we can understand that there are two separate entities there, then it becomes so much easier to gain confidence in whatever we're doing because like the external circumstances, whatever's producing the thoughts, are not the things that are interpreting them and not the things that are producing action. So if we can say if we can say our actions and whatever that we're gonna do and accomplish and and put forth into the world are not going to come from these external circumstances, right? We're not going to get confidence from other people's approval. We're going to get a confidence from, um, we're going to get confidence from what we normally would be hearing our thoughts from. But now that we realize there's a separation, now we can act from a place from within us and go forward, which then produces our environment, which then, um, I almost said reproduces. <laughs> no, not reproduces. Um, it affects our environment, which then we interpret through our thoughts, which then get translated into our core being. So if we stop becoming responsive and we start taking initiative for what that core being is, then we don't have to worry about anything else because, you know, we're n- we're no longer affected by what's coming in from the outside. It's what's going from the inside out that is expressing like how we feel and how confident we are and and everything like that. Um, okay. So that was a, kind of a rant. My computer's about to die. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fantastic. Um, something else you can do, just a real quick kind of nightcap here or enter to this podcast or, or conversation that we're having is change your vocabulary. Like anybody asks how I'm doing, I'm fantastic. And I am. Like I'm always great. Amazing, incredible, like fan freaking, tabulous. And if I said, I'm bored, like that is a new emotion that I don't usually feel. Or if I say, I'm okay, then that is also an emotion that I'm feeling. So if we can like limit the use of those vocab words, then we won't have those emotions come sneaking back into our lives because we don't recognize them, right? So I don't usually... You know, sad is not really a part of my vocabulary, and I don't use it, and I don't really, like, hear people being sad. Therefore, I don't feel that because I don't have a word for it. There was some study done where this, this – uh, one of these tribes in Africa, like, was shown a green, like, circle, and there was a sliver of blue in there, and they say, like, which part of the circle is a different color? And they, like – they had no idea because they didn't have a name for blue. They only knew what green was. So because they didn't have an identifier, an associative mean to place on this new color, they didn't, it wasn't there. It didn't exist to them. And it's the same thing with words. Like it's the same thing with emotions. If you eliminate sad, bored, okay, not bad. Like if you eliminate, like, first of all, think of that, if if somebody asks how you are, and you say not bad well that could mean you're terrible because that's a different emotion right bad and terrible or horrendous or anything else like these are all like different um, different levels of emotions that you can feel I would challenge you to limit or edit or improve your vocabulary for how you want to feel or how you want to choose to feel because you can do that like if you eliminate bad, sad, bored, out of your vocabulary and you stop saying those words in your head. Over time, you'll stop feeling that way. And if you start to say like I'm fantastic every time someone asks or I'm super jazzed or I'm pumped up or I'm excited or you know, I'm ecstatic, whatever, you start to feel those emotions because that's, you know, you're training yourself to associate the word with something that happens in real life. Okay? So do that stuff. Change your vocab. Um, confidence comes from inside of you. Don't let anything from the outside. Um, you don't need anything from the outside to, to, to feel good about yourself. Like knock that off. It doesn't make any freaking sense. (laughs) People are selfish, man. Nobody's going to give you like, uh, their approval because they're most of the time they're thinking about their self anyway, unless you're in some extraneous circumstances like a Tony Robbins event or the intro to extroverts podcast. You know, I'm going to give you the full attention I'm going to trying to deliver some value. So uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for hopping on this call. Uh, I'm going to put up the uh, Anchor podcast. You can follow me at anchor.fm slash austin-willman. It's just my first and last name with a hyphen in between it. Anchor.fm slash austin-willman. So I'll post a link here later. And uh, if you enjoyed this little rant, you can share it. I'm always open to that. If you want to chat with me one-on-one, let me know. I'm always looking for different topics to talk about when I have guests on the show. Also, I'm looking for looking for energetic people who have this humorous attitude towards life um, to to have on the podcast and to joke around with them and to see how they view the world. and and with the intention of taking these little tidbits and packaging them up into a digestible uh, format and a digestible program so we can help people live happier, more fulfilled lives through human connection. Um, by learning from people who are the happiest and the most energetic people on earth. So until next time, be an extrovert. I'll catch you later. Thank you. Go away. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining me, Anchor. That was uh, Facebook Live. Um, You can follow me on Facebook. Austin Willman. And make sure you check out my Instagram. It's Austin Willman Wood, as in I would do that. W-O-U-L-D, Austin Willman Wood. Check it out. Thanks for joining me. See you next time.